Hello you. Thank you for tuning in to my third episode of my podcast, Mihal Mahipal Unplugged. In today's episode, I want to share with you some insights about forest bathing, a sacred practice of energy medicine. My podcast is for all those people who want to live a more conscious life, seeking a more healthy life of being in the world and want to align themselves with the natural rhythms and cycles of the cosmos. Each fortnight I will be covering one of the following categories, such as healing foods, shamanic astrology, psychic development and energy medicine. You can visit my website on www mehalmahipal.com to find more out about my services and my signature programs. Today I decided to record my podcast episode in the forest to make it as natural and real as possible when we're talking about forest bathing as a sacred practice of energy medicine. I want to bring this practice back into the consciousness of people because so many of us struggle at the moment with mental health issues or emotional disturbances where we are desperately seeking help. But furthermore, I think it's a good opportunity to seek help on how you can help yourself. The current pressure of living or even being alive, surviving, especially through the pandemic, is really feelable. I see a lot of people who come to see me, they're exhausted, tired. They really struggle to find sense or purpose in their life and they are also struggling to keep away from all these worries that are surrounding us at the moment. There's this kind of tension in the air. It's like a nagging feeling asking ourselves to find ways on how we can de-stress and bring our lives back into balance. With the, today's episode, I would like to help you with this. Because I have been there myself. I know what it feels like to have a burnout. I know what it feels like to be overworked for years, not to have any time to do anything that you really want to do. I had problems to slow down. I was so caught up in this economy, machinery of making money, on living, on surviving, on even creating a career. Do you know whatever what you're up to right now and what your goals are and what you want to achieve in your life? This is all possible. But first of all, I think it's most important that we're going to come and return back to ourselves by tuning into what is the right thing to do right now. And for me, that often means that I'm aligning myself with the cosmic energy. Well, not so much even in a spiritual way, even though I do this, of course. But for all those people who are maybe not so spiritual, but they do understand that there are cosmic cycles, yeah, which are written down in astrology. And there are change of seasons, which very much determine on how energetic we are, on how we feel, on how our body and organism operates. So just by paying attention to do the right thing at the right time, you already will automatically 
gain more energy. So I've chosen this uh, recording at this moment in time because we're just hitting the summer solstice, at least in the northern hemisphere, which marks the beginning of summer. It also marks where the sun is moving now into Cancerian, so we're coming out of Gemini, we're going into Cancer, and that will definitely completely change how our energy will be in this world, how we're expressing ourselves. So I felt now the whole month of Gemini was very stressful in a way of it was exciting. There were a lot of things going on and new things popping up, new opportunities. Um, and now it's, it's all about withdrawing from this kind of outer distraction and really returning into your body, coming back to yourself. Tuning in on where do you want to be in the next three, six months? How do you want to spread your energy wisely? What does feel right and what doesn't? And the best way to do this is to really definitely spend some time in the forest. And forest bathing is um, really good if you suffer from fatigue, exhaustion, anxiety. And it's like a full conscious experience that allows us to reconnect and reduce all these stress hormones that we are experiencing at the moment. And all of our senses, as well as the body, and the soul is engaged in real forest bathing experience. The good thing about forest bathing is that it doesn't cost anything. Unless, of course, you need to travel to a forest or wood. And it offers these massive benefits. And I really think that you should try it out. You should just go for it and see what it does to you. And I, I definitely want to believe that you will get addicted to forest bathing. You're going to get addicted to feel good. You're going to get addicted to this amount of energy, positive oxygen, energy. All these things come in your way. And you might going to even start asking yourself, why have you not made time to do this more often or earlier? Why did you not make more conscious decision about taking some time off and literally unplug yourself? A lot of people, when they hear the term forest bathing, they often imagine people hugging trees. And I'm sure there are people who do exactly hug trees when they do forest bathing. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it has so much more benefits. And I think forest bathing is actually a little bit different than just hugging trees. And forest bathing also is known under many different ways that will be um, maybe um, actually surprise you. It's known as camping. It's also known as going into a spa and have some thermal water treatments that's maybe not so common in the UK but in other parts of the world that's for example in Iceland or if you do it in I think in Czech Republic they're quite big on and also parts of Switzerland when you're in the mountains I used to go there quite often for work and then I went to the spa also in Austria where they have the thermal bath and massages where you're going to hang out for a day or two to really deeply recover. There's also a thing called open air living, which means that we're just spending more time outdoors and make the conscious decision of experiencing 
our life mostly outside. So it becomes like a lifestyle where you might take um, your bike instead of the car to work or you might going to do some jogging. You got your dog walking more often. You're just going to have a reason, a lot of reasons to spend more time outside. And that's not only to do hiking, to go walking, to sit in the woods, but it becomes like a, a lifestyle where you find many different reasons why and how you can find ways on picking up more on this kind of oxygen boost that we get when we are outside. Also, another theme for forest pathing is actually picnic. So why not grab some food and then find a park, a tree, a forest where you're going to spend some time and really consciously eat these delicious fruits, eat these delicious sandwich, whatever you're going to bring, really feeling grateful for the experience that nature is nurturing by providing all of these amazing ingredients. And at the end, forest bathing is all about spending more time in nature. And for this, we are more influenced by the rhythms. We are more influenced by the cycles and movements that nature has to offer, which will deeply resonate with something inside of you. It has been proven, and I've got this from this great book I just finished reading, from Dr. Cindy Gilbert. And if you go to my web shop on my website, you will find under books, you will find her book where you can click on the link and then maybe you're going to get it herself. She wrote the book on forest bathing. And in this book, it says it has been proven that people living 1.9 miles, so that's around three kilometers, um, near a dense green spaces are less likely to experience the negative impacts of stress and have fewer health complaints even when faced with major losses relationship issues, economic instability and other stressful life events. So she's saying that scientists actually suggest the more time you spend in nature, the closer you live to nature, the more you're able to cope with whatever is going on in your life or around you. All this kind of worries, in uncertainty, instability, which is life actually made of because it's continuously changing, it's continuously moving and transforming. But it can be quite scary if we're just sitting at home in our four-wall flat, just staring at a screen and all we do, we're just going to get all the information what's going on in the world from our computer or our TV and this becomes our reality. So what's happening, we're just actually living in our heads but when we go into nature, our mind suddenly expands, the body expands, the whole energy expands and really soaking in what's around you. And this will create a totally different life experience that lets you forget what's happening around you, that allows you to take back control, responsibility, because you're just actually living in the moment. And if in the moment you're sitting in the woods and everything feels fine, and you're not threatened by any artificial news going through you ahead where it's going to create more uncertainty. How is this going to work out? What's the future going to bring? All these, when you're stuck in your head, this will blow your mind. You just really need to try it out. So this Cindy Gilbert also said, there's a difference in health outcomes is only amplified to closer or further away from forest 
parks, beaches and lakes that you live. So once you make that decision that you want to live a more conscious life, you might going to start going out more. You're going to sit in the park, you're going to hug some trees, you're going to have a picnic and just really connect with the ground beneath you. And later on, maybe that's going to have a ripple effect where you continuously now start reaching out and saying, I want more. I want not only this park, I don't want just hug this tree, I want to hug many trees. I want to go into woods where there are different trees that I can experience, where there's more nature, where there's more water. I need to do more beach walks. So this means I'm going to move into an area where I have more life quality. And she also said in her book, people with less than 10% of green space within a radius of 0.6 miles, which is around one kilometer of their home, are at a 25% greater risk of depression and 30% greater risk of anxiety disorder compared with people who had the lar largest percentage of green space within the same radius. So the bottom line is, the closer you live to green space, the healthier you are. And this is just a fact. So I wonder how many depressions, anxiety disorders, fear or panic attacks are actually coming from our disconnection to nature. So by practicing the sacred form of energy medicine called forest bathing, you can actually help yourself to get out of this kind of lack of energy, fearful thinking, worrying about what's happening next. This over-analyzing, over-planning your life and just be more in the moment. So forest bathing is a phenomenon that started in Japan. And today many naturopathic practitioners, but even GPs, prescribe time in nature. There was just a law, I think, in Scotland where they said that the GP is going to describe more that you should go more hiking and be outdoors rather than taking antidepressants. So there is a way around to improve the chemicals in our brain that makes us feel good. And it does not necessarily mean that we all should be taking tablets and then also considering the side effects we have with this. Yeah, we just kind of with I mean, I'm, I'm not I do promote natural medicine, obviously, and I'm not saying there are not people out there who would be better off with tablets for a period of time. But I also do say there's a natural solution to it. So in Chinese medicine, there is natural antidepressants that don't have side effects and they're not making you addicted. So we need to look into this. And for all those people who don't want to take tablets, you should go into the forest. In Japan, forest bathing is already deep integrated into society and practiced by many as a part of a healthy lifestyle. There are currently 62 forest therapy bases in Japan and they serve as centers for forest bathing practice and research and work to raise public awareness. I do believe that we need these all over the world. We need to have these kind of centers where people are more and more guided on how they can be in the forest. How can they absorb the energy where they've been handing out maybe walking roads, even along maybe certain ley lines to even absorb more positive energy. There could be people who do guided meditation in forests and people come and join them because you might not want to be on your own. 
you're going to learn how to hug trees in the right way. Who knows? There's so many possibilities. And in our Western world, these centers are urgently needed to m remind us on the importance to connect with nature with all our senses. I think especially since the pandemic, we face the risk that many of us, and especially the children, grow up with a nature deficit disorder. So this is already becoming a term that it's soon maybe even be responsible or called like a chronic disease if you have this kind of nature deficits disorder you will suffer certain health issues if they are mentally emotionally or physically that depends on the person and this describes a lack of connection to nature and of course with this come all sorts of health issues that we might be already aware of partly and maybe partly not so we definitely are called to take action if we don't want to grow old and die of this disconnection with nature, I do believe, and in, even in Japan it has been proven, people who spend a lot of time in nature live longer, the more happy. Their lifespan is much bigger than the people who just spend their life in offices or spaces confined by walls. And even if you start introducing plants to your workplace or you're to your living room because you're living in a city and you're not able to get out as often as you want to, there's always opportunities how to increase nature or that may create a natural environment on where you live. And of course, we can hardly escape the modern world and we might not want to. And so I use the internet, I like the internet, I like to be connected to a lot of people and it helps me also, of course, to work with people from all over the world. But at the same time, we really need to focus to have this kind of balance between the inside and the outside. So to align yourself with that truly energizing, healing, life-giving energy that nature produces consistently and free of charge. This is like your super-duper energy battery charging thing you know so any park any tree any forest is there for you to tune in to plug in and to absorb this energy for free it will clear your head you will find inspiration inner peace and clarity and this is what we really need these days you need to get out of your head into your body into the woods and of course, it doesn't mean that you need to live in the woods. Even some people might really enjoy that. Or even for the weekend, you can do glamping, camping. You can go somewhere where they had hot tubs outside. You can stay in a lock cabin. You can go into the mountains. You, There's so many opportunities. But it's really important that you have a regular visit, that you regularly plan this time in where you do this kind of forest bathing and really take time out. You then will be totally present of what is happening around you while you're breathing it all in. And I think we're so head-focused and so analytical and so busy. And even with modern technology, I still feel that a lot of people, especially if you're an entrepreneur, if you're self-employed and you're using this modern technology and social media to reach more people and more clients, it's so much work. It's so much more work, there's more competition, there's more ideas you need to come up with. The technology is changing so quickly, you need to adapt all the time. And also this, 
even thinking about, oh, it's so great to be self-employed. At the same time, it can really take the life out of you. Unless, take your computer, just like me today, and work in the woods. So at the same time, I'm giving out energy by producing this podcast for you and sharing with you how important it is to spend some time in nature. I'm receiving energy from nature. I'm receiving energy from the woods, from the forest, from this little river that is, or that stream that is passing by, and I'm really recharging my battery. So when I go home, I will have produced a lot of content, I will have produced um, some writing, and at the same time, I have topped up my energy levels, and I will have an amazing sleep tonight. It's about the sounds, it's about the smells, it's about the freshness, it's about all this purity that we're so looking for, especially if you live in a city and you struggle with air pollution. And there are many different forests out there. The nature of a forest will depend on the trees that are in it. And there are many different trees. There's fir tree forests. Will they have a different effect than a pine or acorn forest? So there's forests where they have mixed trees and there's a forest that only contains of one species of trees and the memories of smell that we are actually absorbing while spending time in nature will take place in your limbic system of the brain and that's the same area responsible for holding emotions related to past events so while you're in the forest you actually create deep-seated positive memories at the same time you might gonna unlock some past memories or emotions of stress and they can be easily released and replaced now with these new experiences and all those smells are the result of volatile oils because they evaporate easily into the air from the trees and we know these oils, diluted, they are today sold as essential oils. I'm not sure if you are working with essential oils, if you're using them regularly um, in your life. Do you have a vaporizer where you can evaporate these essential oils and create that kind of natural, fresh smell in your own surroundings? The best essential oils company in the world, which I do believe is really worth looking into, and i that's the only brand I use, because what they do, they research into their oils, they have their own laboratories, they pay fair prices to the farmers who harvest the products for the oils, they don't have any stakeholders um, in their company, so it's not about for them to make profit, um, so there's a whole ethical philosophy behind it. And they're really focusing purely on providing people with the very best essential oils in the world with the highest purity, all organic. And this company is doTERRA. doTERRA is so amazing. They have so many also food-grade essential oils that you can actually use for cooking and baking. And I'm going to talk about this in another podcast or blog post. Um, today, doTERRA holds probably two-thirds of the world market of selling essential oils. It's very highly ethical and the quality it produces is a standard. Then they make millions of customers happy already and the numbers are rising. So once you start with doTERRA, you're gonna stick to it. Why should you go somewhere else? This is what I believe. I was introduced to doTERRA and that's the only brand I use. 
And doTERRA is more than just providing the best essential oils in the world. It's a lifestyle. Yeah, once you start working with oils and you kind of reduplicate or duplicate the smells that you experience in nature and you want to bring them into your home by putting these oils into your vaporizer, like they have pine, they have fir, they have all different tree smells, then you can duplicate this experience and help your body to not only recover the memories from when you were in the woods, but also to really actively influence your limbic brain and therefore the whole body relaxes much more. And these kind of scents that you can smell in the woods, the trees use them for protection against predators. And these are the scents identified as immune-boosting and stress-dissolving in humans. So these essential oils are actually super-duper healthy and the more we're going to surrounding ourselves with these pure quality oils, the more we can boost our system, immune system, even if we're not in the forest. Yeah, we can do actually do forest bathing at home by giving us this really, you'd put a, um, a few plants around you, you might going to put some music on or some background noises that sound like in the woods or the water and then you're going to blast out these essential oils in your vaporizer and you're just going to breathe in and you're going to do this forest bathing at home where you don't need to go anywhere, you don't need to travel and you can do it anytime, even in a break, in between work or when you just before you pick up the kids from school. There's always these 10-15 minutes where you're going to have this quick time out and when you totally allow yourself to dive deep into this kind of experience. These aerosols of the forest have healing powers on the immune system and the nervous system. It stands in reason that they have similar effects on other bodily systems as well. Pine oil infused rooms in a work setting can decrease heart rate and increase wakefulness. This is again what Cindy is talking about in her book for the forest bathing where you can then choose certain essential oils for you at home if you want. And then create that kind of energy or healing yourself from home. There's another essential oil of the Taiwan cypress. And that has even anti-tumor properties. So I was wondering if people in hospitals would be exposed to essential oil rooms. Yeah, not necessarily in their room where they're sleeping. But there would be rooms where they can spend some time. There would be plants in there. There would be music in there. And they have that kind of chill out experience. How quicker they would be healed? How quicker would they leave the hospital? How quicker would they recover? Or just thinking about people who receive care at home and they're not, un they're not able to go out to bath in a forest. They're not able to pick up on all these immune-boosting energies. We can create that kind of environment at home for those people. What about children who are hyperactive? What about children who have problems to calm down, we can work with essential oils. We can give them the experience if we are unable to go out and take them to the forest. And I wonder how many cancer hospitals could benefit from this kind of indoor forest atmosphere where we're diffusing all these essential oils and that would maybe help then to fight the cancer that they're dealing with or to recover from that chemotherapy that's gone through. So we need to we have to have that responsibility to look into alternative energy medicine 
to heal and help people to recover from surgery, from injury, from accidents. There is no other way than focusing on going back to the roots and bringing nature into our life, into our living rooms, into our bedrooms, into our hospitals, into our hospice, in our recovery centers. This is what we need. The oils as medicine, they date back as to the Egyptian times. So for thousands of years, people already have used essential oils for healing, or used for their healing properties. And this is slowly coming back. More and more people are waking up to the idea these are amazing things. And thanks to modern technology, thank you to science, that we are able to extract even the purest and highest quality essential oil from the original ingredients, the fruits, the plants and whatsoever, because this allows us to do this on a really high level. Citrus and cypress trees have long been used to calm the nerves and help clear congestion in the upper respiratory tract. So how many people are still feeling short of breath? They have problems breathing. They may be recovering from smoking. They're recovering from air pollution in the city where they're living. So how many people are struggling, especially after the pandemic, still feel like they're just as not as fresh breath than they were before they still and this kind of restricted breathing of course can cause panic attacks can cause anxiety because if i can't breathe properly my whole body tenses up and it creates fear because breathing is life-giving yeah so if, if this is restricted it can already cause subconsciously anxiety i've seen people who had just a little bit, they've been out of breath because they've been walking too fast and then they nearly had a panic attack because of thinking, I'm going to die, I can't breathe, there's something happening, there's something wrong with me and all these. And we now need to treat this where it actually occurred. Yeah. So there is maybe some phlegm in the lungs. Maybe there is some restriction. Maybe there is a congestion from whatever. It could be mentally it could be emotionally that you're restricting your breathing because you're already tensed in the first place you worry too much yeah that also creates um you maybe haven't exercised for a while or you know you've never done any breathing exercises so you not have really expanded your breathing space this is a good time to work with essential oils to allow this to deeply go into your system and clear out whatever has been sitting on your lungs and in Chinese medicine we say that if we have problems with the lungs we should look into things that bring us grief so there may be you lost someone you're still grieving for the relationship that broke down you're grieving for someone who passed away my dad for example passed away um, last year in September and I was not able to um, see him anymore because of the pandemic and he lives in another country and I couldn't make it on time not even to the funeral because of all these self-isolating uh, rules in place um, so I did feel that I really did feel this in my body in my system it took me quite a long time I felt congested in my lungs there was pressure there was a lot of disappointment and sadness and, and grief so what I did I went to um acupuncture treatments to work with my lungs to allow myself to 
release the grief that I was holding on to, to release the guilt that I was feeling that I wasn't able to see him anymore or he wanted to see me and it wasn't possible. So I started working with alternative medicine. I used essential oils for my breathing. I spent more time in nature just to lift my spirit and lift what has been sitting on my lungs so it's not restricting me um, that much. So forest bathing is like bathing in the aromatic medicine of the trees and other plants. As I said, if you can't go out, you can always try essential oils. Are you ready to get yourself out into nature this week? Do you think you can make some time and gift this to yourself? Because by now I think you should have realized how beneficial forest bathing is. And the inhalation of essential oils can be for your overall well-being. It can really shift your energy on a very deep level. What if this forest bathing, what if this more conscious living and making that decision of slowing down and unplugging for a while could be the best thing that you're going to do for yourself this week? What if you're able to balance those stress hormones and release all this tension while you're walking under a tree? You could stand next to them, feel their bark, look at their lines and breathe in those oils that help your system to relax. You could read your favorite book, have a snack, meditate or just walk. I mean, as I said, you could even work outside. If you take your tablet and you can work from home, this is the place to be. And of course, if you live in a city and there's no forest around, you can look for a park. If there's no park, then you're going to find a tree. And if there's no tree, you can use a picture of a forest and also turn on your essential oil diffuser to recreate this amazing experience. Because this way the experience becomes even more real and the essential oils will help to boost your immune system and relax your heart rate. And this is what we all want. We want to be absolute slow down. We want to be totally relaxed so you know that you don't even need to go that far you can put some music on essential oils a picture of a forest or you're going to visualize it and then you just bath in the comfort of your own forest home you're going to feel the gratitude in your heart and befriend a tree explore your surroundings the good thing is with forest bathing you can do it any time of the day even at night and you will see that it's going to smell different. There's different oils in the air when you're going to do the forest bathing during the day. And there are flowers and trees who are going to bring out the oils at night. So both can be an absolutely magical experience. You can also get to know the different trees and the energetic qualities. And you slowly, very so slowly will see your life transforming. So this is um, this week's podcast. I hope it inspired you to connect more with nature, choose a more slow-paced way of living because that's the only way forward. There's no other way. Um, if you want to stay healthy, if you want to increase your lifespan, if you want to be more energetic, if you want to be more happy in your life, then you have to be more conscious. You have to be more aware of what's going on inside of you you have to be more aware of what's going on around you and how this around you does affect the inside of you 
I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you're going to find a forest, make friends with trees, hug them. Or you're going to have a picnic in the park and just allow this natural energy to touch you and transform your life for the better. I'm sending you lots of love.